This is Hey Beautiful, the podcast where we binge and recap every episode of How I Met Your Mother. No spoilers. So suit up, grab a sandwich, and settle in. everybody. Welcome back to Hey Beautiful Season 3. I hope you didn't miss us too much over the break. Yeah, I know, right? Wait, what's... Mm-hmm. <gasps> what's what? that sound? What is that? I, oh, I don't know. <gasps> oh my oh, gosh. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> smells like candy in here. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit more. Oh, yeah. You can't see it, but we're dancing. We're dancing so hard because fucking it's Mandy Moore time on How I Met Your Mother. Fucking love that bitch. She is awesome. Welcome back for season three, everybody. Just had to start it off with a little candy. Not enough to get us arrested. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Hi, Caitlin. Hi, Kate. I missed you. I know. I missed you, too. I haven't seen you in so long. Well, except for when we hung out at uh, McLaren's in our favorite booth. But it's oh, been a while. Those wings were so delicious. The best. If you haven't joined Patreon, Kate, Caitlin and I made a cute little welcome video. Um, we got together at our favorite hometown bar. Mm-hmm. And it was just really nice to see each other during this break. It was. And it was. we just did a cool live stream on Instagram. So It was so much fun. Yeah. It was just a couple minutes, just a little... Just a little spontaneous guy, mm-hmm. uh, but we'll definitely do more of those. But anyway, oh, shut up, little little phone. Um, we're here. We're back. Yes. It's time for season three. It's time for Mandy Moore and Enrique Iglesias. What a show. Ooh. What a way to come back. What an early aughts treat. I love describing the early 2000s as the early aughts. I mean, they haven't come up with a better way. The zeros. No. The zeros? Mm. Trash. Trash. Absolute garbage. Um, So hi, everybody. If you don't know, I'm Kate, and this is my wonderful friend, Caitlin. (laughs) And we are Hey Beautiful. We are recapping every single episode Mm -hmm. of How I Met Your Mother in order with no spoilers. Yes. Yeah, and we're back for season three, kicking things off with Ted Mosby, the hot single mess, and also motorcycle (laughs) Mandy Moore. Oh, yeah. They didn't do her any favors. Yeah, we're going to get into that. We'll get, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. it but. I mean, she did her best. So, mm-hmm. um, oh, she's she's lovely. But. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so wait for it. Season three, episode one. Um, before we get there, how was your time off? How was your break? How was your holiday? Happy New Year. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, so good. It was so good. It went by mm. too fast, but we were able to enjoy a lot of it. Good. Um, we had family up for the holidays, and that was... Lovely, uh, obviously stressful for me, but yeah, um, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot to have it's people a lot, at your house. But we had excellent guests, the best. I mean, not guests; they're their family, and they're the easiest people to have over. So it was so much fun. That's great. We didn't leave our house for like three days. We had fires, like Aww. from sun up to till way after we went to bed. That's so awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, very nice. How about you? I know you were away in the yes. Midwest. I was deep in the heart of. The Midwest. Um, you might have seen our videos from the road trip out. It felt very Ted and Marshall. 
we're cranking the proclaim proclaimers and everything. Um, yeah, if you didn't know, Liz's whole family lives in Michigan, so once a year we make the the trek, the pilgrimage, the pilgrimage back to the mitten and. <laughs> Yeah. I love when you call it the mitten. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it was awesome. We were there for a long time. I mean, we left, I think, the 22nd or the 20 must have been the yeah, 22nd. And we came back uh, the 1st, like drove back from Ohio where we cray, stopped. So cray, cray. it was good to be back and by myself a little bit. Like I mm-hmm. took a, I took a day off. Um, it took off Important. the 2nd because love everybody to death. But I'm an introvert, and it was a lot of talking and socializing and FaceTime with people. It was wonderful, but it was so good to just finally be home mm-hmm. in the quiet and just sort mm-hmm. of do laundry mm-hmm. and get my life back together. So it was it was a great time. Nice. And 2019 is shaping up to be pretty awesome, so I'm happy. It is. Right? It is. Right? I have to say I am really enjoying this year so far. Yeah, and uh, – Hey, beautiful's no exception for that. We got a lot going uh, on. Like you may have just heard our new theme song. That's pretty exciting. But how about that new logo? Hey. Talk about beautiful. You know what? Someone on Patreon was like, I was afraid I was going to hate it. I think it might have been Allie. <laughs> it's like, yeah, me too, girl. But it's amazing. It's It came it's out so awesome. good. And honestly, I would not, we would not have let a shitty logo replace it. So... Or don't. theme music. Yeah. Hell no. So mm-hmm. don't worry, guys. Um, so yeah, that's super exciting. Um, we also launched our Patreon, which I'm mm-hmm. just going to keep talking about whenever I feel like it. Of course. Uh, our friend Dan in the UK calls it Matreon, which I think is so perfect because A, I love it. we're ladies. B, mm-hmm. m- How I Met Your Mother, mm-hmm. Matreon. Matreon, yeah. So it's totally perfect. Uh, but I'll tell you more about that later. I'm so shocked at like people... <laughs> I know. Want to pay money. We have 11 subscribers so far. That to me is, I'm speechless, honestly. Thank you guys so much. It's wild. Um, I mean, it'll help make our podcast better for sure. Oh, hell yeah. We're already thinking about Um, ways to do that. Oh, so so many. I'm so excited for for what we have in store. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's going to be a big year for the the show. Mm -hmm. Um, We also got our Instagram up off the ground. Mm-hmm. Since that happened, uh, we've taken some Q and A's and also some advice questions, which was so fun. Yeah, and we will definitely be doing that again. So make sure you follow us at Hey Beautiful Pod for all the fun treats that are happening over there. And then in the Himium world, there have been some cool things going on. Yeah, uh, just this week, Craig Thomas announced that two albums of original music from How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Spotify and Apple Music. So these are things like You Just Got Slapped, <laughs> Marshall versus the Machines, like any of the stuff that they actually wrote for the show mm-hmm. are, are now streaming on those big channels. And it's called How I Met Your Music. So go check it out. Love it. Uh, we also have Kobe Smulders' show Friends from College coming back around for season two. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan. I haven't watched it. Um, it's it's very much in the vein of like really unlikable people struggle through life, and I need them to be a little bit more likable than they are. <laughs> like I know they're supposed to be terrible, but 
yeah, I, there needs to be something else, I guess, for you. A little something redemptive, if you will. Yeah. And it's for me, it's not, but I'm sure people love it. Whatever. I mean, it got a second season, so good job, congratulations. Not for me. Not yeah, that's okay. That's all right. Doesn't need to be. It's all right. Glad, glad she's getting some work though. Absolutely. And then. Season three of Series of Unfortunate Events is out as well with Neil Patrick Harris Great and Kobe show. Smulders, right? She's in there too. Yeah, she's she was in there. I know in the first season. Um, the second season, Jack and I are waiting to watch together. So, of course. Nice. That never happens. But <laughs> it's so well done. Yeah. It's so good. And Neil Patrick Harris is, of course, just the best. And I hear Chloe makes an appearance in season three too. Chloe. Chloe. Like, Chloe. Turn around, Chloe. This one? Yeah. Yep, that one. She's in there. Um, I don't know what she does. I assume she's not a barista, but. That's unfortunate. Yeah. (laughs) Unfortunate. Good one. Uh, Oh, I didn't even. So clever. (laughs) So clever. So clever. Yeah, I think those are all the little announcements that I have. We have. A bonkers number of legendary moments today. This is the has to be like the record. I think it is. It's thirteen. So Crazy. Uh, stay tuned to the end for yours and those of your other HB family members. Mm-hmm. And now let's dive in to wait for it. Woohoo! This is the first episode of season three titled Wait For It. It first aired on September 24th, 2007, Mm. uh, written by Carter Bays and Craig Thomas and directed by, of course, Pamela Fryman. So the kids are back Mm -hmm. for this first episode of season three. I haven't really missed them. Right. Um, But Carter and Craig always use them like to sort of remind us where it's going. Especially for, you know, the new episode. You know, a new season, first episode, mm-hmm. and like you said, the when Future Ted is talking to the kids, he is reminding them of why they're sitting there listening to the story, and, and reminding he, us, yeah, and reminding us. And he says that the kids know the short version, the thing with your mom's yellow mm-hmm. umbrella. Big new clue. <gasps> big new clue. Big new clue. So you might have seen that we have a big old yellow umbrella. Kate has a yellow umbrella. Like that's something that comes around, but we haven't heard about it yet mm-hmm. in uh, in the show. Yep. So this is the first mention. Um, but we also find out that there is a much larger story. Is this the first big clue we've gotten about the mother? We haven't gotten any others yet, We haven't right? gotten anything else. Nope. We just know that she's out there. So this is the first, like, concrete clue. Mm-hmm. She has a yellow umbrella, and that has something to do with the way they met. Exactly. Very cool. Very cool. So while Future Ted is talking to his kids, there's this line that I really love. He says, um, you know, that they know the short version, but this is the story of how he became who he had to become before he could meet their mom. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I think about my relationship with Chris, and I always laugh. I'm like... Would we have dated if I knew you in high school? Right. Would we have dated at any point before I met you? Because we had, um, let me think, he moved here in like April and we didn't meet for eight months. So over, I don't know, four or five months, we had a couple of opportunities to meet because we ran in similar social circles. Mm. Um but every time I would go to a party with those friends, he would not be there. And then when he would go, I wouldn't be there. So for me, I always think that, like, you know, timing's a bitch. Timing is a bitch, that but triangle, it's also right? a blessing. 
Absolutely. Um, so I think the timing had to be right, and I oh, yeah. and I wasn't who I needed to be. Yeah, and even Quite like yet. the question of what we did in high school, maybe, and then you would have broken up because neither of you were these people. Exactly. We had to get to the point where we were really ready for the for the person they are and to be the person we are. So yeah, Absolutely. I love that. I love that Works line both too. Ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's really that's what the show is about. It's about Ted becoming who he needed to be mm-hmm. to meet the mom. Yeah. That's you know, yeah. we see him go through all of the trials and tribulations. And like you said, Carter and Craig are really great about reminding us of that when they write episodes and here it is. Yeah, they always focus it in they, and they bring it back again at the end. So mm-hmm. they I love that they kick off and end see each season for the most yeah. part because they always remind you they sort of put us back on track. Like right. Robin and Ted broke up. Okay, that's important. But the bigger story is, oh, yeah, right. we're supposed to be waiting and finding out how he gets to their mother, you know? Mm-hmm. so And so that's where we pick up, where that story is beginning, where Ted starts to become who he needed to be to meet the mom. So we start back exactly where we left off with uh, at the end of season two. Um, we have Ted and Barney out on the balcony at Marshall and Lily's wedding. And Barney begins this episode in this brilliant, very clever way. Just like we begin our podcast episodes. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. How about that, friends? Who stole it from who? <laughs> Just kidding. We all know who stole it from who. But who wore it best? Mm, still Barney. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. No contest. So, yeah, Barney is just so freaking pumped because Ted's back. He's got his best friend. They're going to be wingmen together. They're going to help each other sleep with a lot of women. Mm-hmm. But... Ted's not quite ready, even though Barney has somebody lined up oh, waiting. Uh, she has one boob a little bigger than the other. Some say half bra half empty. He says bra half full. An optimist. Perpetual yeah. optimist. Perpetual optimist. <laughs> Don't you love it? Uh, but Ted's not ready. <clears throat> and... Um, you know, Barney wants to know when will he be ready, and that's a great question. And I don't think there's a real answer. It's a different timeline for everybody. Everybody deals with it differently. Yeah. Um, you know, Robin went to Argentina, and Ted grew out his breakup beard mm-hmm. and painted um, the apartment. Yep. Did all did of all his sorts things. of yeah. And we get a series of scenes of Barney trying to, to convince him to go out, and it was just like these wild scenarios. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but Ted's not ready. Yeah. And every it's I'm not ready, I'm not ready, I'm not ready. And then Robin shows up at the bar looking relaxed, her hair is wavy. Gorgeous hair. Mm-hmm. She's got a colorful dress, some turquoise jewelry. Just not Robin at all. Not Robin at all. And she's not alone. Mm-hmm. She has a, a male friend with her, Gael. Gael. Played by, of course, Enrique Iglesias. Uh, and this obviously was post-mole removal because this was in 2007. <laughs> yeah. And he had that mole removed in 2003. So good three to four years after. <laughs> looking good. Looking, looking good. Remember skin. that song, like, You Can't Escape My Love? Oh, my God. Yes. I used to swap out love with mole. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can run, you can hide, but you can't escape my mole. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for singing it. I didn't even have to ask oh you know um but yeah he's just like oozing sex appeal he's got Mm -hmm. this sexy accent Mm -hmm. like he's enrique iglesias he's gorgeous he's like a very pretty man all he says there is hola and ted is like nope i'm ready (laughs) i am ready to get over this and shove someone in robin's face yep because he's got to win that breakup (sighs) 
Okay, first thoughts on Robin and Lily's hair. The bangs. I, I, I love bangs, but... I do like her bangs. I feel like they get shorter at some point, and then I start hating them. But here they look I, okay. I I do like that that when it like barely like it kisses your eyelashes. Yeah, like that, but it's really not practical. Yeah, I feel like they get real short in a couple episodes, and I'm like, yeah. Ugh, no, bangs are not easy. Yeah, yeah. She's just she's calling back to you know college Lily. Mm-hmm. She always apparently goes but back a to bit the more bangs. Refined. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Her hair's not like uh, looking like. Um, Jane from Daria. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> exactly. Um, and Robin with the beautiful soft wave to her hair. Oh, like so relaxed. Mm-hmm. My hair looks like that when I don't straighten it. This is definitely a top Robin hair yeah. moment. Because like last season and season before, it was just very like straight. Mm-hmm. Just like pin straight. And, you know, I like when they let her... I wish they her styled her better no throughout shit. the whole series. She gets very stylish... In season eight, I think, seven, yeah. eight, she starts that, wearing more like tailored, more like almost like um, menswear-ish inspired stuff. And she looks mm, so good in it. Love menswear. And her hair menswear. gets like shorter and she does like cute little bob. So her, she, she gets a lot better. But, but that's so late it is in so the series. Late. It is so late. And she's phenomenal. Like she's a beautiful woman. Smoke show. Yeah, yeah, this squandered it a bit. All right, final Whatever. question before I go on to my scene. Yes. Do you have a breakup routine? What are things <sighs> you need to do when you break up? No, I don't have a routine. Mm. Um, typically in high school, I would um, not move on quickly, but I like dated mm. a lot. I had serious boyfriends, yeah. you know, like, and then I moved from one serious relationship to another. Um but before I met Chris, I knew I wanted as much time to myself yeah. as possible and that I wasn't going to jump into anything. Mm-hmm. So I think with every breakup, I would learn a little bit more about myself. Mm. And if I needed more time, I'd give myself more time. Yeah. But I didn't, you know, I didn't grow a beard. <laughs> um, I didn't. I didn't let my mustache not grow out. Not on purpose, at least. I didn't stop waxing anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got to be on high alert when you're single. You, I feel oh, like you so, take much better uh, care. Not better care, but like yeah. you're more uh, presentable. More often. To the, to the outside gaze more often, yeah. For me, um, during my big block of singledom in my late 20s, early 30s, uh, mm-hmm. I joined a gym and lifted weights a lot because I was bored and also very sexually frustrated. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I'm not like a casual sex person and I, I just love lifting weights anyway, but it was like a way to really get out anger and also mm-hmm. the horniness. <laughs> so yeah, <sighs> yeah, that was a big one. Um, yeah, that's probably a big one. And then just, you know, watching whatever the fuck I want to watch in my underwear in my bed. But I mean, that's still a thing. So, <sighs> you know, the best the dream. Um, anyway. Mm-hmm. Ted's pissed, and honestly, so am I. Mm, I forgot how rude this was. She just shows up. She's like, hey, guys, got in last night. With some fucking guy. You, like, just broke up, like, a month ago. Just broke up. Like, just fucking broke up. Yeah, do they ever, do we ever find out how long she was in Argentina? I'm sure, I'm guessing it was a couple weeks. I'm sure. But Ted grew out a full beard, so it might have been a month or two. Yeah. Like, so that was just awful. 
It was rude. Very callous. Insensitive. Co- yeah, coming to the friend group completely unannounced because Lily sounded really surprised. Um, mm-hmm. But Ted's ranting about it, and they do it in a great way, way where as he's ranting, he's slowly, slowly shaving off pieces of the beard, you know, symbolically coming out of his mourning period. And we get mm-hmm. some great, it's like a great chance for jokes from Marshall and Lily. It was Barney there too, yeah. So yeah. the three of them. Yeah. Um, Old-timey inventor, balloon race, like the eight, eight around the world in 80 days world guy, 80 days. Um, and Persian nightclub owner. <laughs> Chris will do that when he um, shaves off his winter beard. He'll go into the bathroom and he'll like, um, you know, he'll shave off just the chin and he'll have like these great big mutton chops oh, cool. and like connect to his mustache. And That's pretty cool. Sometimes he'll do like the big mutton chop you know, sideburn kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he'll shave everything and just leave like a Fu Manchu. Oh, nice. Very But it's nice. always fun and exciting, and we giggle a lot every time he comes in and out of the bathroom. That's cute. So, yeah, this scene has a different energy than the scenes from in the last two seasons, I think. It's quicker between everybody. We talked a lot about the end of season two that the chemistry was really building. It feels like all of them were just like shot out of a cannon. Like it's mm-hmm. very, very quick back and forth. Of course, right. it's it's Baze and Thomas writing it, so that really helps. But they're all just like feeding off each other and feeding off the energy. They all seem excited to be there. Um, they're just the cracking jokes and the timing mm-hmm. is great. So clearly they're they're back and they're excited and it, it feels right. there's like a lot of energy and momentum going into the season which is great um ted thinks that robin is trying to win the breakup and marshall confirms that in every breakup there's a winner and a loser true or false <sighs> i w- i want to say false but it's true <laughs> it's fucking true it's true it's absolutely true um, but i think what defines winning yeah can be different. I think most people feel like they are the winner. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Most people yeah, would consider true. themselves the winner because that's, I mean, how could you really live with thinking you were the loser of a breakup? But sometimes you just like, I no. have. You've been the loser? I feel like anytime I thought I was a loser, no. it was a huge <laughs> bullet dodged. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I Who thought I was losing. Loser too? Think about my right. previous relationships. Right. I always fucking won. Yeah, dude. Upgrade central. Um, yeah, so I think anytime I was, if I look back and I thought that I was the loser, now I'm like, wow. Yeah. Dodged a bullet. Thanks, big guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So Barney agrees that it's a competition. Of course he does. Of course he does. And he says that's why Robin showed up with Gael. Mm-hmm. So this is at the point where, again, miscommunication because no one's talking to each other. Ted decides that Barney is right. Barney just knows how to prey on their vulnerabilities so easily. But it, I think it also speaks a lot to how Ted was feeling if he was going to actually listen and believe exactly. Barney. Oh, yeah, that's like, what I mean. He would never. Yeah. But that vulnerable side, like mm-hmm. the insecurity, of course he can get in there. And that means Ted's going to come out with him now. So he's so excited. So he's like, yeah, that's why she showed up with Gael. And then it cuts. <laughs> we get cuts back and forth between the apartment and what happened the night before. And... I just love this moment of the mm-hmm. guys pretending not to understand how <laughs> Gael says his name. I can't even pick my favorite one. I really like I, Kyle. Me too. <laughs> but girl is like girl. so bad. And you see Ted trying not to laugh. 
Gail is, I mean, that's the running one of the episode. And yeah, male Gail. I mean, that's the easy male one. Gale. But Kyle and girl are close, but like so off yeah. too. <laughs> Kyle. Kyle? <laughs> so Gael. It means joyful. <laughs> um, so yeah, so then we see a little bit more of Gael. And so he's this Argentinian masseur. They call him a masseuse as well. Who Masseur. That's a good word. Yeah, that's the male version. Um, he windsurfs and makes love for fun. And he's also anti-career, which mm-hmm. sounds, it's interesting. sounds like a perfect match for Robin, right? <laughs> she is so, like, carefree. She's and- so just uh, unbuttoned, mm-hmm. unbothered. Mm-hmm. Um, loves to take a nice zigzag serpentine path to ever wherever she's going. Yeah, very much um, journey driven, not results driven. <laughs> <laughs> soups laid back. Yeah, soups laid back. Um, but this is if we're gonna look at the the hey beautiful love triangle, right? Mm-hmm. Gael has timing because he was there when she needed someone. Yeah, yeah. And they have the chemistry, right? Because they're mm-hmm. fucking all over Argentina. But they don't Harry have, have don't have compatibility. No. No. So we'll see how this happens because Robin obviously is pretending like she is a completely different person. She's trying really hard. Um, but she's smitten. She's completely but smitten. Sometimes that happens, I think, when you rebound. Like you oh, try to be yeah. so opposite. Yeah. Like, I'm cool, I'm carefree, I can do this, no big deal. Yeah. Oh well. Robin and Ted fully overcorrect in this episode. I mean, look at fucking, well, we'll get to Mandy Moore. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, so Barney is pissed because Gael won't tell him how to have sex on a windsurfing board. Don't <laughs> don't giggle. Tell me. He's so mad. <laughs> like, he's very serious yeah. because. It affects his rankings. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could compromise his list. So apparently there are 33 vehicles in which slash on which to have sex. Windsurfing board is impossible. Number 31. 31. He's, he's got 31 down. So once Ted is done shaving, he's about to head out with Barney, but not before telling Lily and Marshall to have a good double date. Oof. And it turns out it's with Robin and Gael. Because according to Lily, there was a lull. But when you hear it, it's as soon as his last syllable drops. She says, "Do you want to have dinner with me?" And she's—I mean, us, us. Like she's so just—he's so dreamy, over the moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love when she says, "The girl never marries the hot guy." <laughs> Poor little Marshall. Like, yeah, but you did. Yeah. And then we get male Gale is not hot. (laughs) (laughs) He's not our friend. Don't make eye contact with him. I love male Gale. So good. Mm -hmm. And it's so awkward because Lily won't look at him when Robin and male Gale arrive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Robin in her boho, backless, braless outfit. It's like she bought an entirely new wardrobe. (laughs) In Argentina. Yeah, I just bought, brought it all home. Did she, like, throw all of her structured jackets into the sea? <laughs> Burned all her blazers. Yeah, man. Robin then scores another point towards winning the breakup because she pulls Ted's aside <sighs> and asks if he's okay with this. Fuck you, Robin. That was That is, like... I wrote, bitch, are you okay? That's what I wrote because... But she's... How many serious relationships has she been in? Like, maybe she really doesn't know if it's okay. 
Yeah, or maybe she I don't know think, if it's okay to say that. I don't think it's mean spirited, but I do think she's focusing on his feelings instead of her own, and that's mm-hmm. why people always say this. True. Some people do it to be mean, but other people really think they're like past it and superior, and like need to check in. Yeah, like this is me now. Are you okay? It's like <laughs> this is who I am. Bitch, it's been a month. <laughs> you just brought some rando back from fucking Argentina. You are not okay. Mm-hmm. You have a full stranger in your apartment. A, a complete stranger. God damn it. And it, who came to the U.S. with her. Like, yeah. Yeah. The fuck? Oh, Robin. Just one just one little mistake after the next. Yeah. So at this point, Barney and Ted are in McLaren's. <laughs> and, you know, Ted's all upset because Robin thinks she's winning. And Barney starts to give a speech to reassure Ted that they'll get him someone way hotter than Robin. And, okay, she's a 10, so they'll find a 12 mm-hmm. or two sixes or any combination of numbers that equal 12, including 12 ones from Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oof. Meanwhile, Ted has found someone all on his own. Mm. Uh, and she looks bad in, like, the Disney Channel kind of way. Yeah. You know? It's Mandy Moore. Like, how... How, like, she's never going to look road hard and put away wet. Like, she's never going to have that look. They, I know. So it's just such an interesting casting choice because I love this bitch. I love Mandy Moore. Um, I said she's a poor man's Amy Winehouse and her name is also Amy, which I thought yeah. was great. It, <laughs> she's like the the Spirit Halloween store costume <gasps> version. Of Amy Winehouse. Mm. So true. And did you notice... That <laughs> her there's a Mandy Moore song playing in the background every oh. time Mandy Moore is in a scene. The only music was Mandy Moore and Enrique Iglesias from this episode. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. They were the only ones yep. who had. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, I loved it. That must have been a deal they made. But I'm just like, is that fucking Mandy Moore in the background while I have to fucking watch this bitch act? Like, <laughs> do you want me to see her as fucking Mandy Moore or is she Amy? Or is she Amy? We know the and answer. And she's got like some red hair, red highlights, a wild outfit, Ooh. the leather, lots of tattoos. Fishnets. Like, <laughs> Someone went to Hot Topic. <laughs> like it's just bad. Yeah. It's so bad. I don't. And yeah. our first introduction to Amy is Ted and Amy making out. Hard. Hard. Like real gross. And. <laughs> Barney whispers in his ear, we are back. And he tries to get Ted to high five him Aww. while he's making out with Amy. And it just, you can see Barney starting to feel a little left out because he's supposed to be Ted's wingman. He's supposed to help him get back in the saddle, back on, on in the saddle, on, on the, the saddle, saddle, whatever. In the saddle, yeah. Back in the saddle. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Barney. Uh, back mm-hmm. at the apartment, Robin is on her apology tour and... You know, she says, I know this is really weird, but like, bitch, how did you think this was going to go? Yeah. What did you, what did you envision? You know, Ted, you know, Ted and you you know, Marshall, you care about Ted and no one loves Ted more than Marshall. Nobody. So Marshall is still like holding on to hating male Gale. He's trying so hard, but also they made Marshall look very cute this episode, and I don't know if it carries over. <gasps> he had but the they, hair part. He has the hair part. He looks like a little boy. I know. So I know. It really just like lends to him trying really hard to be mean, but he's like so earnest. Yeah. In like, 
but it's like three on one because Lily is just over the moon. And Marshall quizzes him on, he's got nothing. And he quizzes him on if he's a properly licensed massage therapist. <laughs> and, and he's got that little card covered in protective plastic. So he checks out. He checks out. <laughs> he's like so disappointed. He's like, I God love damn. when Robin's like, you know, um, it's, you know, it's weird. And Robin's like, why would it be weird? Used to date, you know, our best friend, and Lily thinks you're, you know, male gills super hot. <laughs> it's totally normal double date. <laughs> yeah, it's very normal. And then he's like, God, like, gosh darn it. Like, he can't go anywhere now because he is clearly a licensed and legit yep. masseur. Yeah. Is that you yeah. said? Yeah, he did his best, you know. He, yeah, he did his best. Now he's got nothing he can't. <sighs> Check and mate, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so back at McLaren's, Ted is still busy. And Barney wants to bail, um, mm. but duh, Barney, can't you see that Ted is clearly making out with a 12? Um, and Barney's like, you know, we got a tight schedule, can't deviate, but Ted feels like he's winning and he's got to keep going on with this. Mm-hmm. And uh, here's where Amy gets even worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> isn't impressed by the suit and says things like nerd and dork. Yeah. It's like just, who is, there's no one doing that. It's also clearly so not Ted. So mm-hmm. like every, a couple of different things feel forced, but the Ted part is supposed to feel forced. It's almost like Ted Mosby architect where you mm. see him and you know it's like it just feels so wrong, but you don't know why. That's until so true because later on Barney says this isn't you and it reminded mm-hmm. me of the Ted Mosby architect. Um, yeah. But yeah, like when Ted's like, she's super hot. I'm like, Ted, you don't care about that. No. This just, and I get it, you're rebounding, but oof, this you is. You want to win. They really don't hold back on showing, like, what a what a yucky place this is for Ted. So yeah. it's unflinching, really. Mm. I love when Barney calls Amy Tommy Lee. <laughs> yeah, that was a great, great line. God. Um, nailed it. Yeah. And I but I love Barney and Amy's chemistry. Like I yeah. I kind of wish they had hooked up after the fact. Mm. Cuz they but, they fire back and forth pretty well. Yeah, you know they'd probably have some fun together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but Barney can't convince Ted to leave before Amy and Ted start making out again. And can we just talk about Ted's extremely western button up? <laughs> we thought we I thought we talked about this Ted. <laughs> I thought it's not a good look. You came out of it. You were in the you were in the layered thin sweaters and a blazer, and you looked really mm-hmm. cute. And now it's like you've regressed. But I guess you have. Did he have the big wide cuffs? I can't remember. It was a. It almost looked like a woman's shirt. <laughs> like it. It fit him really weird. Now it I al- got to go back and look. It almost looked like it had shoulder pads, and then also like the like the piping on the front was like it added some bulk. <laughs> so it's it's not a it just wasn't a great look. Anyway, oh, I love it. So <laughs> back at the double date from well, sort of hell. Marshall is preparing dinner for everybody, <laughs> and, and he takes Gael's chicken and he puts it on his plate and he says <laughs> he starts massaging it. Does that feel? Ooh, good? Looking so tense. Oh, you look so tense. Does that feel good, Mister Chicken? Got him. Just like he really because he didn't wash his hands. Yeah, like this fucking disgusting. I didn't wash my hands. Got him. Like, it's just, he's so powerless. He's clearly so mm-hmm. powerless. There's nothing really can do because he's a nice guy. So he's not going to do something actually mean. 
yeah, Marshall's very sweet here. He's trying so hard to be a good friend. Mm-hmm. Um, it's their job to hate Gael. It's their job. And honestly, after the heaviness of last season of, like, working through Lily leaving and coming back and, like, them starting to get back together and everything, he feels so much lighter as a character, mm. and he's just happily married, and it's nice. Yeah, he's got all the things he wanted. Yeah, and it's nice to see him getting to have some laughs and, like, get the laughs, and mm-hmm. he and Lily are playing off each other in a really fun way, and there isn't some, like, dark cloud. So it's they've yeah, started it's the season with a really nice energy for them, which mm-hmm. is great. Um, he comes out of the kitchen after massaging the chicken, and male Gale is massaging his wife. <laughs> who at some point has taken off her bra. <laughs> so uh, it's getting harder out here for Marshall to to resist. Back to Ted. We hear future Ted telling us that the night's going great. Amy was cool and dangerous and even found a, a date for Barney. Um, and, we, and she even paid for drinks, sort of. And we see her reach behind the bar and steal a bottle, which... And now she says, like, walk quickly, like, 10 feet over somewhere else. Like, uh, not cool, because they're there all the time. Yeah, man. They're regulars. And then Amy makes a joke about whether or not Barney's tailor has to leave room in the crotch for his incredibly large vagina. <laughs> like, I don't, you know what? Well, it's 2007, calling people a pussy and saying things like that. Yeah, is yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Um. Sign sign. Um, and suggest that they go back to her place, which has a hot tub. And also and a Mandy Moore soundtrack. What? <laughs> oh my God. Crazy. Number two, Mandy Moore song. God. Um, in the hot tub, looks like everyone's naked. Mm-hmm. Ted compliments Amy on her tats, but she thought he said tits. Yeah. And tells him that she. She thinks he should get one. But Barney tried to save him, saying that Ted has a classic look. It's clean cut. It'll never go out of style. But Amy thinks that Mm. he would look hot with some ink. Yeah. And they start to argue. But meanwhile, Amy's friend tells Barney that she's ready to do anything he wants. (laughs) I love her. Anything. Me too. She's like, hello, I'm right here. Let's fuck. Mm -hmm. It's all about it. Uh, But it doesn't even matter because soon Tyler catches them in the hot tub. Who's Tyler, Kate? Tyler is the child she used to (laughs) take care of because this isn't her house. It is the house of some rich people for whom she was a nanny. And Barney has this, like, line that I love that he wouldn't even let her watch the fake children he makes up (laughs) to impress single moms. (laughs) And, I mean, Uh, I wouldn't either. She seems... Hot mess. But, you know, this isn't the first time she's done this because Tyler says, Mom and Dad, she's back. Right. So they decide to make a run for it. And Barney tries to end the night. And then Ted sort of zones out and imagines Robin and male Gale about to make fantastic aquatic sex (laughs) on the windsurfing board. Make sex. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so Ted decides to do something impulsive and fun and Mm. get a tattoo because... He's got to win this goddamn breakup. Yep. And he gets in this cab and he goes away with Amy, presumably to get a tattoo. And Barney shouts afterwards, this is going to go in his blog. And Mm -hmm. it does. He's got a (gasps) blog titled Tattoozled, like bamboozled. (laughs) And it says, attention blogosphere, 
Recently, my best friend Ted violated the parachute clause of the wingman code. Normally, an infraction of this magnitude results in one or more of the accepted punishments. Gillow tie, death by boonda, wingman wings revoked, garnishing of wages, waterboarding, banishment. Garnishing of wages. <laughs> and he's... And instead, he says Fortuna levied her own decidedly more permanent penalty, which we won't get to yet. Mm-hmm. But there's a nice little uh, picture. I love it. And there's a caption and it says, courtesy of karma. I love it. Um, so definitely check that out. It's fun. And it has um, a field guide to different items. Oh. Um, and it talks about <laughs> what it means when you've gotten... That kind of tattoo. So, oh. oh shit! I didn't want to say tattoo. I ruined it. Whatever. Everyone knows he everyone's, gets a fucking tramp stamp. Yeah, everyone's watching. So it. anyway, he has Barney Simpson's guide to a field field guide to tattoos. So if you have a tribal band, uh, it means hey everybody, look at me. This band looks like a scar of manhood that I earned when my village banished me to the hinterlands for seven days with mm-hmm. no food or water, like in that Kevin Bacon basketball movie. Nice try. That's a bracelet. <laughs> That's a bracelet <laughs> on your arm. If you could get a plastic um, version of it at Claire's, which we know people that wore those all through high school. Yeah. Super cool. <laughs> yeah. So the next thing we see is Ted in the tattoo parlor and he's pointing to his arm. He's like underneath it to say, I win with flames coming out of the bottom. And flames reminds Amy of fires. <laughs> and Amy suggests that they start a fire. And she just seems so stable. Yeah, man. So super stable. He's definitely winning this breakup. Absolutely. <laughs> and then that was it. That was it. That was all Ted remembered before waking up all alone. And he jumps awake and he panics and he slaps his arms, checking his body. But he is in the clear. Yeah. Whew, Much like the dodged a fucking bullet, you know. It's it's reminiscent of pineapple incident. Um, mm-hmm. Barney being the voice of reason is reminiscent of the rain dance episode. But he says it's not a good look for me. There yeah. are like a couple little callbacks, callbacks. here, which were great. Um, mm-hmm. We have to talk about Robin on that windsurfing board, looking fit as fuck. She looks amazing. So tan. She should. I mean, she looks like she's wearing that bikini t-shirt again. Yeah. <laughs> but it's her real but body. But it's her actual body. Yeah. I have a feeling, because I remember thinking this, I'm like, ooh, if I knew I was going to be on a windsurfing board on TV, yeah, I would have spent the entire off season just eating like a piece of lettuce. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Lots of water. Mm-hmm. Just lean meats. Just really yeah. getting, getting fit for it. Um, so, so yeah, he has no tattoo. He's awake in his apartment. No pineapple either. Mm-hmm. And he goes out to tell Marshall and Lily about the night. And there we see a butterfly tramp stamp for the first time. Oh, what a great, what a great moment in How I Met Your Mother history. Such a great reveal. And the camera like zooms in on this oh, beautiful butterfly. Beautiful. Majestic. Uh, so Lily sees it first when we cut back from the black um, mm-hmm. And it's while Ted's bragging about how he really thinks he's winning the breakup. Which I feel like is such a Ted thing Ugh. to do to, like, be so oblivious yep. to the the fact that it's actually the opposite. But he's so fucking smug yeah, about it. Yeah, so <laughs> inflated. Well, that's not going to last long because then Lily shows Marshall and they know they need Barney for this. They're not going to say anything until Barney gets there and... What a good idea, because Barney masterfully, you know, builds it up and then just slam dunks Ted. 
Uh, he almost faints when he sees it for the first time. And then we have. I love that. He does this beautiful trust fall. Yep. And then Marshall picks him right back up. <laughs> and yeah, Marshall does some great background work here. And yes. And he goes, he has no idea. Yep. Like that whisper in his ear was so perfect. Because you don't know. He just kind of gets up right behind him. Like, what's he going to say? Yep. And then when he when uh, Ted reaches for the futon pot and hands it to Marshall, his thank the you. The fondue pot? <laughs> what did I you say? You said futon. <laughs> the futon pot? <laughs> <laughs> the fondue pot. <laughs> so he hands him the futon pot. And um, Marshall, the way he says, thank you. It's just so, yeah. like, measured. Yeah. Like, everyone's like. That's a perfect way to put it, right? measured. It's like they've cornered an animal and they're like, mm-hmm. nobody breathe. Let Barney finish this. And so they he builds up this whole idea of, you know, being in a cocoon. and Which I need to point out, mm-hmm. moths build cocoons butterflies <gasps> build a chrysalis oh interesting yeah. but aren't butterflies moths i don't know but i just know the difference see that very interesting i figured they were no, the there's definitely family. different yeah that's really cool but i don't know if it's like all squares are rectangles no they are not the same they are in the same order oh okay but i mean if you ask me a Butterfly is just a fucking moth with like Pretty. makeup on. They're disgusting. <laughs> I hate them. I hate butterflies. Ooh. Puke. I hate them. They're not beautiful. They're not majestic. I, I think hate they're beautiful them. from a difference. The distance. Um, okay, so mm, uh-uh. um, so Barney talks about coming out of a cocoon and Garsh, what is it that comes out of a cocoon? I was always bad at science. I love when he says it. So good. And Ted walks right into it. And he says, a butterfly. And everybody falls apart. It was just the buildup and payoff were so amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Barney just slaps him on the lower back. Still hasn't told him anything. No. He's just like playing him. Just playing him, right? Ted's like, why the hell does that hurt so bad? And then it hits him. He's like, oh, my God, I did get a tattoo. And he goes in and looks at it. And he comes back out and... Barney's like, that's not a tattoo. That's a tramp stamp. And everyone's freaking dead. And a hoe tag. A hoe tag. Ass antlers. I would love to know what your favorite term for tramp stamp is that he says. So I've never heard of any of them other than tramp stamp. Yeah, me neither. So I think like hoe tag is pretty fun. <laughs> and I like ass antlers because alliteration. Mm-hmm. But Paminus. Panama City license plate is really intriguing because I don't fully understand that. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I like. What about you? What's your fave? Ass antlers for sure. Yeah, That's so funny. <laughs> and especially with the butterfly, it really does look like antlers. It really does. Right. All right, friends. We're gonna take a short break, and we'll be right back. Hey, everybody, Kate here. I just wanted to take a minute to tell you a little bit about our Patreon. I want to go over our tiers that we currently have that are all named after different high fives on How I Met Your Mother. (gasps) 
First up is the Self 5 tier. You get access to McLarens, which is what we're calling our Patreon community. You're going to hear Hey Beautiful episodes a day early, get any bonus photos and content. The next one up is Freeze Frame High 5, and this tier you get access to McLarens, plus you're going to hear any bonus mini episodes of the podcast we feel like doing, bonus videos, and also you'll get first access to RSVP for live events. So we're we're talking about doing some meetups, maybe a live taping. So this is the place, um, if you really want to be the first to know about those events, you're going to want to join Freeze Frame High Five. Next up is High Six, (laughs) because sometimes (laughs) a high five just isn't enough. High Six level patrons get everything I've mentioned so far, plus access to our pre-episode live streams that we're going to be doing every month. Mm-hmm. The next one is the highest of fives tier. And this one, you get everything I've mentioned. Plus, you're going to get a personalized book review from me and Caitlin. And mm-hmm. also, a How I Met Your Mother themed recipe every single month. So wow. that's pretty cool. And then, last but not least, we have The Almighty Five for only $20 a month. You're going to get everything we've already talked about. Plus, you're going to be a Hey Beautiful sponsor, which means you're going to get a special shout out every episode. That can be for you or your business. Thank you to Tish uh, for being our current Almighty Five sponsor. We love you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Also, you're going to get a tarot reading from me every month. Yeah. Soup's jealous. Yeah. So if you need to get your life together, I'm pretty good at tarot. So become an Almighty Five patron. That's a little more information about Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash heybeautifulpod. You can join at any point. And yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. We hope to see you there. All right, and we're back. And hopefully, uh, after hearing what we have to offer to our Patreon subscribers, maybe this is the time that you'll join them. Hey! Right? Yeah! Yeah. Um, So suddenly, it all comes back to Ted, and we're back at the tattoo parlor. And Ted's like, yeah, I'm totally winning this breakup. And Amy... You know, we start to learn a little bit more about her. You know, she just broke up with her super annoying boyfriend, Steve, who was all like, I think you're the one. I want to marry you. Ted then calls him a wuss, which is really silly because that's (sighs) Ted's MO. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he's so wild and crazy and cool and dangerous and impulsive. But that shows how much he's like mad at himself for being like that. Yeah. Like a little self-hating. Poor Teddy boy. Poor Teddy boy, for sure. <laughs> um, and it's also sad that he thinks that if you're you're a wuss for knowing what you want, that's what he's always said. <laughs> right. You know, like he knows what he wants. He knows what he's looking for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Ted asks Amy if he thinks if she thinks that you can be friends with your ex, and then she's like, "Yeah, I mean, we're still friends, right, Steve?" And she turns and she looks at the guy who's about to tattoo Ted, who's like this big stereotypical like tattooed man Mm -hmm. like bulky dude and if you look he's got amy tattooed right between his collarbones (laughs) yep i love that oh fuck that's one i didn't catch until like the like the fifth or sixth time i watched this episode and it's an amazing little easter egg 
Yeah, it is. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Um, back at the apartment, Ted tries to, like, wash it off. And he realizes that it hurts. He needs some ointment. Mm. And he grabs this bottle. And he looks at it. And it says Spanish massage oil. You see Marshall and, just like. <gasps> <gasps> like he was caught. Yeah. He just got caught cheating. Yep. And Marshall and Lily look ashamed. And Marshall tells him that last night got weird. (laughs) (laughs) And we have a flashback to male Gale singing one of Enrique Iglesias' songs. Beautiful song. Oh, it's gorgeous. And he's got a gorgeous voice. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's such a beautiful scene. And Robin's looking at him just so in awe and lovingly. Mm -hmm. And then the camera pans and we see Lily, you know, just the same. She's so smitten. Mm -hmm. And then we see Marshall, who's just, like, clutching a pillow to his chest and, like, has this big, oh, big smile. Couldn't resist the the acoustic. Oh, no. How could you? Aww. And then Mel Gale gives him a massage, which helps Marshall get over being chunky in the ninth grade. <laughs> um, and then he, Mel Gale, helps the girls to experience their food <laughs> by feeding it to them. But Marshall <laughs> snatches the food. <sighs> From male Gail's hands before Lily can. <laughs> with his mouth. <laughs> with his yeah, with his mouth. And Ted's disgusted. And so he runs out of the apartment. Yep. Um, I I just love this was the moment that Enrique Iglesias just did such a great job. As soon as Marshall takes oh, yeah. takes the mango, Marshall does this little shrug. And Enrique just goes, All right, that's enough with the fruit. <laughs> and, he, and he puts it down. <laughs> I love it so much. This is it's really cute. This is a great Marshall episode. And that moment of him clutching the pillow is like probably one of the most gift moments yeah. of this show on Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. I use it all the time. It's so great. It's a perfect one. Yeah. So, yeah, like you said, Ted has left. He can't even look at his friends. And there's something he has to do, which is finally yell about the breakup. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets there and he's, he gets to Robin's apartment and he says... This isn't what you think it is. This isn't me trying to get you back. No indie rock music is going to swell up while we kiss. And that's a great moment of a little fourth wall breaking and also a little Mm -hmm. of what Craig and Carter have said about, you know, the characters kind of knowing they're in a story that's being told. Yeah. So it's like a nice little wink. And at this point, we've been through two seasons, so we can kind of start poking fun at bits of the show Mm -hmm. you know if a show's on long enough it always starts doing that to itself it sort of is self-referential so that's pretty cool so he says you know we had this polite breakup and there was no yelling and I really need to yell about stuff when that makes sense because Ted was so in love with her they did it Mm -hmm. all so calmly and they know they had to really swallow a lot of it because it was around the wedding and he just needs Mm -hmm. to get it out and you know we're gonna go back to being friends and everything but I just need to yell. And again, Robin, if that's what you need to do, girl, just want to smack you a little bit on this episode. Like, for real. You're Mm -hmm. not this, like, centered new person. You've just decided to, like, shove it down, which is very Robin and very not vacation Robin. But she doesn't know that. (laughs) And the reason Ted's angry is he says it took a while to get over her, but she was over him as soon as they put on the in-flight movie and... Robin's offended. Um, and she should be. Uh, yeah, she's very she's she's hurt that he would say that. And again, this is because they didn't talk to each other. So he assumed that Robin was just shoving Gael in her face. But it turns out Gael happened because she was sad. She was lonely and mm-hmm. she cried the first three days she was there. And um, I still don't understand why she had to bring him there. 
No, me either. That was weird. I mean, I guess it because I, I think sometimes you get so deep into a rebound that you really think that that's the best thing because you're just trying yeah. to cling to the next thing. And it reminds me a little bit of 90 Day Fiance. Never seen it. Oh, my God. What a mess of a show. <laughs> Do you know the premise of it? Well, the title is kind of ex- self-explanatory. Yeah. what it, it's, it's people who meet folks overseas and then bring them to America to get married on this very specific visa that only lasts for 90 days until you get married. So you have 90 days to do it. Is it like, is it a legit marriage? Like, well, I mean like the show. Oh yeah. I mean, mean, it's real couples. Like real. Yeah. It's real couples. Um, it's a lot of, this is like a thing people really do not just for the show. (sighs) Yes, it is. I guess. It's a K-1 visa is the kind of visa it is. And (laughs) a lot of times women, and maybe men, I haven't seen a lot of men doing it this way. A lot of the men like meet women on like chat rooms and and do it. But a lot of times it's women going down to like the islands or like a tropical location, having amazing vacation sex with a guy who lives there and then being like, okay, let's get married. You know, it's like they're just ruining as – one of my favorite podcasters, Crystal from The Read, calls it vacation dick. It's like, <laughs> don't fuck up vacation dick with a relationship. Yeah. And that's what Robin's doing. Like, just leave him. Just leave him in Argentina. That's where he belongs. Yeah. Where he belongs. Um, in the trash. Yeah. So <laughs> Robin says, I wasn't trying to win the breakup. I was trying to survive it. And that resonate, re- resonates. I mean, that's, I feel like that's the case that's- most of the time. Yeah, you just try to get through until it's easier to breathe again. Mm-hmm. And like even like we said earlier, even if you're being petty and trying to win, you're really just distracting yourself from what hurts. Mm-hmm. So you're still just trying to yeah. survive it with whatever coping skills you have or don't feeling, have. Because feeling like you won is the best. Mm-hmm. And you don't – like you're already upset because this relationship has ended, so you don't want to – Yeah be a loser exactly that's totally. like the, the it's like a little victory like the way marshall massaged the chicken with his dirty yeah. hands like just little victories that aren't yeah. going to change anything but that make you feel better for a minute um so ted is relieved that he wasn't the only one hurting but he's still pissed about male gale because male gale is an adonis yes. he's the cadillac of rebound guys which is one of my favorite lines and he's so hot, so hot, so perfect. so perfect. But according to Robin, Ted is bigger. What? That don't even say that because if anything, he's probably taller than Ted. No, Caitlin, he's bigger. <gasps> Ted wins. So silly. It is. Um, do you think this is just Robin throwing him a bone, or do you think Ted really is bigger? Enrique gives off some pretty big dick energy. He does have BDE. BDE, but he's also skinny. Does that affect it? It shouldn't. Not in my experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, I think she's being I honest. I think she's being honest, too, because she doesn't, like, she could have said, like, he wouldn't steal me a blue French horn or, you know, right. there's a lot of things she could have said right. about male Gale yeah. to make Ted feel mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. Um, well, good for and Ted. I think, like... Yeah. Good for packing it, Ted. Proud of you. So they're at the bar. They're celebrating Ted's giant penis. and uh, <laughs> As you do. Yeah. And so future Ted comes back on and he's talking about how this was this 
first big step toward where he was really going. And so again, we're being mm-hmm. reminded this is just a step on the journey. We sort of pan or it's not pan, whatever it is. They like go through the bar. They push like through the bar and then out onto the sidewalk where it's raining and it's just all these black umbrellas and then a solitary yellow umbrella walks by mm. while the third Mandy Moore song plays. <laughs> <laughs> but beautiful, beautiful moment and you feel mm. excited. Yeah. You know, like they couldn't have, I think it would have been a missed opportunity to, to come back for season three without giving us a mm. really solid um mention about the mother to remind us yeah because then it just would feel like this dating show which is fun to watch but to it's not to remember that we're really going somewhere important Mm -hmm. and that there's like a gravity to it carter and craig always nail it yeah yeah they're amazing yeah man and then we get this delicious (laughs) delicious post-credit scene Mm -hmm. and we see barney and he's typing away in his office in the dark alone and he gets a phone call and it's Marshall and he's like hey Marshall what's up and Marshall sitting in the dark tells him <laughs> yeah sitting in the dark tells him to go check your email because he sent him something mm-hmm. and Mar- and Barney wants to know what it is he goes oh just a new website slapcountdown.com and it hits Barney what does this mean and it but Marshall has hung up the phone <laughs> and you hear this like beep, 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 like this countdown. Yep. And then you see Marshall <laughs> blow on each one of his fingers. And it's just like this like delicious, like villainous scene that you would yep. see in like some early 90s film. And the countdown's just counting down 55 days, yes. whatever the rest of the numbers were. So yeah. 55 days. So now we have two big setups. We know the mother has a yellow umbrella and there's something mm-hmm. to do with that. And in 55 days, Barney's going to get the shit slapped out of him. The third slap will occur. The third slap will occur. Bum, bum, Holy bum. Shit. What a What a way to start a season, huh? Absolutely. Holy crap. Banger episode. A banger episode. Yeah. I was saying on the um, the Instagram live story before before you got in. I forgot how much I love this episode and also how much I know it. Like, I know this episode almost by heart. Uh, You know, it's funny that you say that, too, because when I think about, like, some of my go-to episodes, I don't think about this one, but I clearly knew it. Yeah. Because I watched it and I didn't, like, I didn't have to watch it as closely as I did some of the other episodes from seasons one and two. I was like, oh, yeah, oh, my God, the tattoo. Yeah, I could just stop it and and recap it after seeing, like, the first glimpse of the scene. So, yeah, it was like, oh, that's right, that's right. Jolly good one, boys. Jolly good one, Mm -hmm. per use. So what do we think the title means? Wait for it. I mean, it's used a couple times in the episode, right? We have it. Yeah. We have, like, the tail end of it, dairy at the very beginning. So it's like, wait for it, title, then dairy is the first thing Barney says. Um, But I also feel like it's future Ted telling himself, Hmm, wait for it, wait for it, she's coming. Mm -hmm. And now we can see her. We know she's, we know she's in New York, right? Like she's there. Mm -hmm. Um, And we kind of already knew, we knew she was in New York because he didn't get to go to Chicago and that she would be there. But that's all we've heard so far. But now we know... She's in play. So that's really yeah. cool. 
Are you ready to get into these legendary moments? We have a lot. Yes. But here's how it's going to work for this season and the future seasons. If you're a member of Patreon, we will read your entire email. <gasps> That's a good mm. perk, right? That's a really good perk. If you're not, we'll we'll summarize it and we'll make sure you get your legendary moment read. Um because there are so many legendary moments, so we've had to to pare some of them down. But as far as I know, everyone who is a Patreon member is going to have their whole email read. And if I miss you, please let me know, and we will rectify that. Let's do them. All right. Our first one comes from Bobby Joe, and Bobby Joe says, My legendary moment for Wait For It is Robin's hair. I love her natural hair and wish she would wear it that way more often. Amen. Same. Yeah, dude. Same. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up is Susan. Okay. Butterfly tattoo aside, since we all know nothing will top that. True. Marshall, while Gael is singing, is hands down <laughs> the cutest Marshall moment ever. Also, Mandy Moore guest starring. Perfect. Love Good her. one, Susan. Thank you. Garrett writes, the reveal of slapcountdown.com. What a taste, tasty moment. So the next one is from Tish, and she says, my legendary moment is more a combination of moments, but the use of legendary throughout the episode to pick up where certain moments left off. It reminds me of the intro and outro to your podcast. Oh, That's right. Yeah. yeah, we get that a couple times this episode. Thanks, Tish or Tish. Please tell me which one it is so I say it right every episode. Love you, girl. Well, I'm, I'm, this is definitely not Roni. It's Ronnie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Ronnie says, Barney being the voice of reason, which is such a complete... The complete opposite of how we normally see uh-huh. him. And also Steve, the tattoo guy. Oh, Steve. Loves Steve. Steve getting a shout out. Very nice. Mm-hmm. All right. So Abha says uh, her legendary moment is the Gael back and forth where no one gets his name right. And also Marshall going from hating Gael to having a crush on him. So all those Marshall male Gael moments. Very nice. Thank you, Abha. Mm-hmm. So Ryan sent us a very long email, but because he is a patron, we will happily read the entire thing out on our podcast. Mm-hmm. Ryan writes, so I'm a little worried that my legendary moment for the season three premiere is something that may or may not go over too great with our wonderful host. <laughs> so I just wanted to apologize preemptively just in case. And then the little emoji with the like sweat droplet on the forehead, <laughs> sweating it out. I love it. Anyway, here goes. My legendary moment is one of the one that resonates with my admittedly stupid man brain. <laughs> <laughs> it's the end of the episode when Robin says to Ted, you're bigger, and gives him a wink, and then immediate smash cut to I win with him and the boys at the bar. I know it's just dumb male writing and all the blah, blah, blah about sizes, but when I first saw this episode, it was a bit of a rough patch. Uh, for my then girlfriend, but now wife of over three years. Aww. And I liked, and I like to think that it was more Robin giving Ted a little bit of a pick me up, regardless of whether or not it was true. Because sometimes in a rough time like that, all you need is a dumb little ego boost. And I felt like that moment made me feel a little bit better about my situation at the time through Ted. Or at the very least, it gives my wife and I a huge chuckle every time we see it anyway. So glad you guys are back, and I'm so pumped to go through the nougatty center of the series together, and I'm happy to be a patron. Aww, Yay, Ryan. Ryan! Don't be scared that of was- us! No! <laughs> no! We're not going to, like, jump through the interwebs and, you know, 
Homer Simpson choke you. <laughs> We're so it's glad you you that resonated with you. And it's a cute, yeah. it's a cute and funny scene. We we yeah. can appreciate that. That's for yeah. sure. For, for sure. sure. Thanks, Ryan. All right, next up we have Russell. And Russell's favorite moment, or legendary moment, I should say, is the whole scene from Ted waking up to Barney telling him he has a tramp stamp. And Russell calls that the butterfly effect scene. <laughs> Very cute. <laughs> Thanks, Russell. Our next legendary moment comes from another patron, Tanya. She says, hello, ladies, and that beautiful accent Mm -hmm. of hers. Oh, I love it. Happy 2019. Wishing you all of what is good, awesome, and legendary for this new year. My legendary moment for this episode is everything Marshall. Mm. His facial expressions and physical comedy has me in stitches every time I watch this episode. My favorite moments are during the little supper. The little supper montage with Enrique Iglesias singing. Marshall's face is priceless, especially when he's just staring lovingly at Gael. It's hilarious. I love this episode so much. Excellent start to the season. Have a marvelous day. Regards, Sister T. Thanks, Sister T. Thanks, Sister Thank T. You. We love you. Oh, another patron. It's Allison. Oh. Hi, Allison. So Allison said, hi, us. I'm so excited you're going to be back, and I'm ready for this season. Girl, same. Same. So this is Same. the moment I've had in my head since I've started listening to the podcast. Wow. Mm. Not that it's my favorite episode, though I do enjoy it, but this moment is just one of my favorites. The whole scene <laughs> where Marshall and Lily get Barney over and Ted doesn't know he has the tramp stamp. I especially die when he almost passes out in laughter. And then when he gets Ted to say butterfly, I die of laughter every <laughs> time I see it. Uh, Runner-up is Marshall's expression watching Gail play music. (laughs) That's a gif I use frequently. Yeah, it's like what I said. Um, Overall, I appreciate this episode because breakups, while when you're trying to keep people in your life, are always awkward and hard. But I enjoy how real it feels when with trying their best and working through it, even if it's not successful thus far. Good call, Allison. Mm. Great points. Emma writes, Marshall's crush on Gael and that butterfly tram stamp. Oh, yeah. Good mm-hmm. ones. Next up is Eric. Um, and Eric says, I would like to combine all the ripping on Ted done earlier for Ted's beard with the one for his big butterfly reveal. <laughs> <laughs> the reactions to Ted's tattoo, especially Barney's puns, were just the show stealer. A minor legendary moment would also be slapcountdown.com. Good ones. And then our last legendary moment is from Lior. I hope I'm saying that right. I think so, yeah. Please let us know. Yeah. Uh, Lior writes, my favorite legendary moment from the episode is Ted realizing he has a butterfly tattoo. I just think it was beautifully played how Barney made Ted say it. I just love how Ted was freaking out about it. Also wanted to let you know how much I love the podcast so much. I listen to an episode every day on my way to work. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. So much love from the Middle East in Israel. Keep the awesome, up the awesome work. Oh, thank you, Lior. Thank you. I love all these international fans. It's so right? much fun. Shalom. Mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah, shalom. Right, shalom. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, everybody. That was freaking wild. Caitlin, what is your legendary moment from this episode? It has to be the tramp stamp. Mm, the ass antlers. Yeah, the Panama City license plate. I mean, that is the moment, right? That is right. But yeah. I, I love the slap countdown. Oh yeah, that's so good. And when Marshall blows on his fingers, mm. I am gonna give it to the introduction of the yellow umbrella. Oh, that's beautiful. You know, I think it was yeah. really well introduced, and it's just this little touch that mm-hmm. reminds you where we're going and keeps you 
hooked in. I, I remember the first time seeing it and, oh my God, we know something about her, you know? So yeah. that's going to be my legendary moment. That's beautiful. Well, thanks for listening, you guys. It was so good to be back for our first episode <sighs> of season three. Feels and right. we will see you. What? I said it feels right. Oh, yeah. It totally feels right. I missed you. <laughs> I, I missed know. this. It's awesome. Um, and we'll see you next time for We're Not From Here. So make sure you send your legendary moments to heybeautifulpodcast at gmail.com. And remember, if you become a patron, we will read your entire email out on the air. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to take that as a challenge to write like super inappropriate. Well, <laughs> that would be really fun. Super long, crazy, like epic poems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll do it. I mean, we'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah. (laughs) If you guys loved this recap, please leave us an iTunes review. It helps uh, more people find our podcast, which means our hashtag HB family will grow. And you'll find more like-minded friends to chat about the show with on Twitter and all the other social media pages. Um, Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud so you never miss an episode. We hope you'll come back next episode. Because it's going to be legend. Wait for it. This has been Hey Beautiful with your hosts, Kate Gorton and Caitlin Turner. Our beautiful new intro-outro music is by Owl Awe. Woo!